Welcome to Hearts of Caregiving, Nurturing the Souls of Caregivers. This podcast focuses on supporting and empowering caregivers who selfishly dedicate their time and energy caring for others. Whether you're a professional caregiver or supporting a loved one, we offer a sanctuary for inspiration, self-care tips, and a reminder that you're not alone on your journey. Hosted by Velda Brennison, Janine Marbury Bryant, and Mary C. Hartfield. Tune in every Wednesday as we explore the profound impact of caregiving and discover the power of nurturing your own heart along the way. Welcome back to our podcast, Hearts of Caregiving. I'd like to welcome Mary C. Hartfield and Belle Branson. Hello, greetings. Today we are creating a holiday plan and we have some tips for you. In this episode, we're going to be discussing why it's important to have a holiday plan, one that works for you and your loved ones. The holiday can be busy, joyful, and stressful at times for everyone, but they can be especially challenging when you're caregiving. And that's why it's important for us to have a plan. Yeah, so true. Um, You know, I'm already planning. I'm actually in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm heading back to Michigan. So, you know, you have to plan that out. You know, I'm leaving a week before what day we leave. And also because I'm here helping caregiving to my with my sister, with my mom, you know, I have to plan with, with her all. Because she expect, you know, if you're not here, how do I have to handle with mom as a caregiver? So even if you as a caregiver is getting time off, make sure you schedule with everybody around and how that's going to work. So we just really want to give you some tips about what to do. Part of that, as I just said, is talk to your loved one. You know, what do they want to do for the holiday? And also, if you're the caregiver, what you would like to do for the holiday, if you're going to leave or something. You know, the traditions are so important. What traditionally do you do? I know we always um, come down to my sister's house, all my sisters and brothers and everybody gathered that are available. and We do activities and have fun where this year that's changed because people have moved and their schedules have changed. So it's Make sure you have that conversation. And then also um, during this holiday, because people are either you experience a loss or maybe there's a change, physical change with anybody, ask them how do they feel and what do they need at this time when you're going into the holiday. Sometimes the activities you did before you not be able to do or you have to do something different. Um, maybe someone needs a break and say, you know what, um, I am going shopping after the holiday, <laughs> Black Friday, or I can't do that this year, even if it's a t- tradition, and be okay with that in some of those activities. And then once you know what your loved one wants to do, start creating the holiday plan. And remember, have fun with it. You know, I think that's something that's really important that you said, Mary about the importance of being able to have fun with it. You know, once you think about the fact that the holiday is intended to be a time of fun. 
So what does that mean when we talk about the wishes of our loved one, the person that we're caring for, as well as our own wishes? Because, you know, even though it's the holidays, there are certain things that we still may have to keep in mind. That's why we talk about how we have to plan our work and work our plan. Because it's the holidays, but that doesn't mean that there may not be doctor's appointments that we still have to, uh, you know, take care of. You know, there may be uh, some other issues as far as making sure that uh, if we're traveling, are the medications all set up so that we know exactly how that's going to be distributed, who's going to be responsible uh, for that. And again, we know that for some people, uh, the holidays can be so stressful. So that's why we want to make sure we build in some rest time. Rest and relaxation. Yes, yes. So when we talk about rest and relaxation, what does that mean? It may mean just sitting and relaxing or having a conversation. It could mean watching a a movie. It could mean going for a walk. But the bottom line is is that we want to make sure that the schedule includes rest in there. So when we talk about the, the rest factor, And we're also talking about understanding what is it that our loved ones want. Some people may feel like, well, they don't want a lot of excitement. So if that's an issue for some, we have to make sure that they don't feel like they have to attend everything where there's a lot of excitement going on. Maybe they feel more comfortable if things are sort of uh, low key. And again, knowing that, well, maybe for me, I want to be where the excitement is. I want to be where, you know, the party is going on. So, again, how do we let people know that we need help? You know, how do we ask for it? And this is where it's really important to be specific. It's not enough to always say, I need help. But if there's an event, look, I would really like to be able to attend this event. And I would like to know if you can be with Aunt Mary. Uncle John, you know, during this time so that I can attend this particular, uh, you know, event. So, again, sometimes people say they want to help, but they don't have the specifics on how they can help. So that is so important to look at, you know, what are we doing to make sure everybody know their role? You know, Velda, that's so important Um, not to be afraid to delegate task. And you know, there are times in which you could be trying to delegate tasks, but you don't, you don't have anyone that can, can actually pick it up. True. And if you can, not everyone will be able to, but if you can consider hiring a professional um, for just a few hours a week, if there's, if there's something that you really want to, to be able to take a part of, um, that could be uh, an option for some. But the first thing to do is to Uh, consider delegating and make a list of all the different uh, activities and tasks that have to be done. You know, uh, baking and cooking, um, shopping and gift wrapping are just a few. What if you want to go and take a ride and see the lights at night? You know, what if there's something that um, a special uh, craft that you need to have that you want to make. Maybe there's an arrangement that you want to make um, and have activities with your with your grandchildren. 
um, there are ways to even enlist the children to help. Because after all, we are passing on traditions for them. And you may want uh, to have them involved with decorating parts of the tree or um, putting up that special candle arrangement that you have. I know one of the things that uh, that comes up right away for us uh, when it comes to decorating is that we actually start with the Kwans at the beginning of the, of, of the month so that we don't get all involved with, with Christmas and, and, and not include our, our tradition that we're, we're building with Kwanzaa. So it's just something that um, all of these pieces need to have someone do them. And if you have people right. that you can delegate to, it's a great idea too. Yeah, and I, th I think that's the thing, uh, so key. Sometimes people are looking at how do I delegate or what can be delegated to me? So that I feel like it's something that I can be successful, you know, as far as doing it. You know, we talk about traditions and I think that that is so important. Some of the things that we talked about. And again, that self-care, you know, uh, just hearing Mary talk about, you know, some of the things that she's looking forward, you know, to doing. When you think about, you know, traveling and knowing that it's okay, that it's built in so that. The travel is okay to take place. You know, again, some people are looking at, so what does it mean if I'm going to be staying at home? You know, one thing I, I really do feel good about uh, is cookie making. You know, yes. you think yes. about cooking and that has been a tradition that mm -hmm. I'm happy to say that has been able to be passed on to uh, some of the other uh nieces and, and nephews, the whole idea of baking cookies. And doesn't it make a nice gift also? Because yes. you know, when you've got people helping you, uh, it's nothing like letting them know that they're appreciated. Because mm -hmm. appreciation means everything. Yes, you know, appreciation does. during the holidays. And when people are giving their time, what a great way to say thank you with some homemade cookies, you oh, know, yeah. and maybe even knowing maybe some of their favorite uh, cookies. And that can be something that can be so simple and so easy, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to do. So again, having that fun, that quality time, uh, knowing that I can do it, it's not going to stress me out because I have a schedule that I'm right. working with. Right. So knowing yeah. that, hey, this is the day I want to do it. This is the day I'm going to get that done. Now I can inhale, I can exhale because it's not about stress. Right. And I think part of that we used to do, and all of my mom, my sister, all of us was in the same town together. We used to have um, cookie baking parties. So everybody brings certain ingredients. And what's nice, you bring a container and you leave it all these different cookies. So that and that's I think is less stress when you worried about oh I got to bake all these cookies to give to everyone you know you as a caregiver you don't have time for that yeah you know okay, so involve so, everybody into that right so I'm going to ask each one of you what are your favorite cookies <laughs> I am such a easy one because it used to be chocolate chip now it's snickerdoodles I just Ooh. love them. <laughs> 
I love them. And one of the things that that we do with the cookies is that we make um, we make the icing so that we can actually decorate with the different colors and wow. put sprinkles on and uh, some of the glitter on. So, you know, it just makes it so, so festive. Uh, it was like so much fun. Yeah. I am like the seven layer. Remember the seven layer baked cookies? No. Bars that you made. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Those yes. used to be my favorite, but I am such a lemon bar person. Oh, wow. They're I awesome. love lemon bars. I just yeah. make them all the time. Me and uh, my son and I would just sit around and eat them. But I love to have the lemon bars around. Those are really good. But wow. really, I, you know, sometimes I have to be in a mood for a sweet. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good thing. Yeah. Well, I That's can really honestly healthy. say that I like oatmeal cookies. Oh yes, I yeah. really do. I like I like oatmeal cookies. I like the uh, like the raisins in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't actually made a lot of peanut butter cookies, but uh, you know they're definitely something that I like. And if anybody's listening and have a special <laughs> peanut butter cookie recipe to share, please feel free to do so. <laughs> yes. Any cookie recipes. But you know, well, yeah. Elder, you brought up something about, um, you know, talked about gratitude a little bit. Be grateful that people help you because they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Don't just assume anything. And I think we should go back to those handwritten notes that we send to people or cars. That's you true. know, I and I give example, Janine, um, I do sometime event plan or whatever. I helped her daughter with the wedding. It was so nice that she gave me a cookbook. You know, little thing she knows I love to cook. I love cookbooks. And so she gave me a cookbook and it so happened I left it there. I was like, uh, don't get rid of my cookbook. I'm coming back for it. <laughs> and I came back to town for it. But that little that was just so meaningful. That she said, you know what? I'm going to give her something that she likes. And she know I like cookbooks. So think mm-hmm. about a little thing. It don't have to cost that much. But even that handwritten note makes a huge difference. Mary, I think you raised something really good. Because sometimes it's the little things that can mean so much. Yes. You know, uh, you know to someone. Because, you know, uh, again, when you talk about being, you know, transparent, I cannot say that I started out being a person like writing all the little notes and things, but I can say I've always appreciated it. Right. And I got those notes. It meant so much to me until I realized like, well, if it means that much to me, what if I were to send one to someone else? Yes. You know? And just saying, just thank you. Thank you for caring. You know, thank you for being there. Thank you for, uh, supporting you know uh and one thing that you find too when people realize that you appreciate what they do that's a motivation for some to even do more yes you know so again not taking those things for granted yeah you know janine talk a little bit about uh you know as we talk about planning getting things in order you know sometimes the unexpected happens yes Yes, we can always depend on Murphy's law of order, right? Right. Uh, I'm going to say this. Sickness, when you're dealing with someone who you're caring for, 
everything depends on how they feel. Yes. Another thing also depends on how others are feeling. If something has to be canceled and you have to adjust your schedule, snowstorm hits, someone was coming to take care of transportation, they're not feeling well, so therefore they don't want to bring in extra germs to the house, and so they stay away. It's a good idea for you to to have a plan for that, to have a plan, and be sure that you have a plan before the holidays for your loved one, so that you know who's on call. if you need to, to have pharmaceuticals, which one is open? You know, mm-hmm. some of these, our regular place could be closed. You might have to go to a 24, 24 hour, seven days a week uh, pharmacy that you haven't used before. It's good to know that. Yes. Um, so when you're doing your um, holiday planning, always keep your loved one in mind. Um, so that way, when things that are unexpected come up, you have that unexpected plan as well, your your emergency uh, procedure part. Yeah, well, that was a good tip, Janine, mm-hmm. about, I never thought about that. No, you know, everybody changed their hours at stores mm-hmm. and pharmacy, that mm-hmm. that's part of you need to look ahead about, you know, what are deadlines or get the medicine beforehand. Mm-hmm. Don't wait to maybe expires after in the middle of the holiday where you know what's the pharmacy hours. So that's a great tip. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm going to tell you, but putting that on the refrigerator and having it there uh, for the holiday schedule, because they always tell you beforehand. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so know where you are going to be able to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are such great uh, points that you uh, you mentioned. Because again, planning ahead, you know, sometimes people feel like they can't travel or they can't go anywhere because of the fact that, uh, what about my medication? You know, so being able to be in contact with the doctor to make sure that you're able to get the additional medication in advance if necessary. Mm -hmm. I know that sometimes when people are on dialysis, you know, uh, the question is, can I travel? Can I not travel? And yeah. sometimes it actually means looking ahead, planning with your doctor, planning with your 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 care group, if you will, as far as what's available in the area that you're going to be traveling, so mm-hmm. that you know that you can either you know continue your dialysis in a different city or state, which means setting it up in advance. Or if it's going to be only for, let's say, a day or two, then maybe you can reschedule the day that you would actually be uh, coming in, uh, you know, for dialysis. So, again, looking at how to make it work for everyone so that someone doesn't feel like I would like to travel. I would want to be there, but I can't because. So, again, you know, when you're working with a plan, you've had a chance to you know, figure certain things out, it gives you more flexibility as far as how to make it work for the caregiver as well as the person that you're caring for. We've done that before. My husband was on dialysis. So if I didn't plan, we're going down there Christmas to my son's house. I had to see when they're going to deliver all the bags to there. 
you know, for we wouldn't have to carry them all. So you do have to do a little planning. So as we wrap up this podcast, um, Velda, what's some resources? I know one resource, can you remind everybody about um, care, um, caregiver place? No, caregiver group. group. Yes. You know, when you talk about the resources that's out here and the importance of self-care, and that's the reason why, you know, Mary, Janine, and I are together doing this because we know the importance of caregivers taking care of themselves. So again, we want to be able to stay healthy also. So if we're talking about looking at the caregivers group, this is a Facebook group where you can have a chance to hear from other caregivers, uh, get some of those encouraging words, things that you know is like really important uh, you know, to you as well as to the person that you are caring for. Also, we cannot overlook AARP. AARP, when you think about the 50-plus community, mm-hmm. uh, if you go to their site, there is a wealth of information as well as phone numbers that you can call to find out about almost anything dealing with caregiving as well as support groups. Because we also talk about respite, knowing how important respite care is, Mm -hmm. as well as knowing that we don't want to really deal with isolation. So again, social socialization, that's important for all of us, whether we are a caregiver or whether we are the person that's needing care. So again, so important to know that you are not alone on this journey. You know, there's opportunities to learn, there's opportunities to grow, there's opportunities to just know that I can do this, I've got the support to do it. And again, that's the great part about tuning in here so that you know that you're not on this journey alone and there's so many things to learn and there's so many things we are more than happy to share with you here at Parts of Caregiving. Thank you, everyone. And we will see. I will not, you always want to say see you next week, but <laughs> tune in next week, right? That's right. Have a great week, everyone. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to Hearts of Caregiving. You can find us on our Facebook page, Hearts of Caregiving. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. Until next time, take care.